0: I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I'm Ashton Doctor, your habit coach, and today we have a very interesting topic. We're going to be doing a masterclass in EFT. And when I told my friend this, she said, wow, you're going to be talking about electronic fund transfer. And I was like, no, 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 no. That is not what we're going to be talking about today. So we have somebody who is a master at understanding EFT Join me in welcoming Brad Yates to the Habit Coach Podcast. Brad, welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. What is EFT? Why are we talking about electronic fund transfer so early in the morning? <laughs> yeah,
1: thank you so much, Ashton. Yes, well, you know, it's very important to, uh, you know, use electronic systems now to uh, transfer our funds, you know, not carrying cash with us anymore. It's just, uh, just much simpler, and it's, it's a really good habit to be. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is uh, frustrating at times that when we Google EFT, it most often comes up, as electronic funds transfer, but the EFT that we're talking about is actually short for emotional freedom techniques. Uh, And a lot of us just call it tapping because simply it is a process of tapping with our fingertips on different places, primarily on our face and torso. And for anyone who's new to this, I know it looks a little strange.
0: But there's a very good reason why we do it (laughs) so it's it's a very good habit to take on emotional freedom technique but brad how did you get into this like how did you how did your journey to life come to emotional freedom technique i
1: actually started out as an actor i had traveled the world doing theater and went to hollywood to be a movie star as one does and when i got there i met this woman i fell in love i got married and we, when our first child was on the way, I thought, I might need a backup career. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd had some small successes. I played a doctor on TV on Days of Our Lives, and um, but it wasn't enough to really support a family. So I'd always been fascinated by the power of the mind and I saw an ad for hypnotherapy school. I thought, oh, well, that sounds really cool. You know, I've got this trained actor voice that's perfect for hypnotherapy and started doing that and was building a small hypnosis practice alongside my acting career and then a couple years later when our second child was on the way i realized that as much as i loved acting doing personal development work was really my calling it's like this this is so much more satisfying for me personally it's it's what i'm here to do and so we left los angeles and moved to northern california to be closer to our families with our kids and through some other hypnotherapists I heard about this energy psychology conference going on in Las Vegas, where they're doing this tapping thing. And uh, I thought, cool, sounds interesting. I'm game, let's try it. And in that first workshop, I think the thing that sold me the most was when uh, Gary Craig, the founder of EFT, was doing the training and he gave everybody pieces of chocolate. He said, on a scale of zero to 10, how much would you want this chocolate? And I was a bit of a chocoholic at the time and I'm like eight, nine. And we did a few moments of tapping uh, and even though I want this chocolate, it's going to taste so good. And after just a few moments, I, I could not eat the chocolate. I, I, just, I tried nibbling on it. It tasted disgusting. I didn't eat chocolate for two years after that. Now, don't anyone worry. I, I recovered. It uh, got better. But, um, but I thought, wow, there's something really fascinating about this, that after just a, a moment, I can go from a craving for candy and and be done with it and I saw all kinds of interesting things over that weekend with that energy psychology conference. And I came back home and in my first couple of uh, hypnotherapy sessions after that, I would say to the clients, you know, we've, we've got a few minutes left. I wanna try this, this technique with you. So just bear with me and it looks a little strange, but we'll try this. And over time that became my main uh, methodology. And so they became tapping sessions with a little bit of hypnosis at the end. And then YouTube came along this is back in the early two or the mid 2000s. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if there was a tapping video that people could start their day with? And I'll call it Tap of the Morning. And that was all I ever intended to do. I just thought, oh, I've got a video on YouTube. Cool. And uh, then six months later, I thought, there really ought to be a tapping video for people to end their day. And I'll call it Tap of the Evening. And then I'm done. And then a few months later, I had another idea, and another idea, and now I have like thirteen hundred
0: videos. Wow, that's amazing! And 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 YouTube got your acting career and your tapping career together and mixed them. Absolutely, two. I didn't. I didn't quit
1: acting. I just have now written, directed, produced, and starred in over a thousand of my own short films. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Brilliant. <laughs> but tell me, Brett, how does EFT work? What is the mechanism? Yeah. So the. The basis
1: of it when it was first discovered by a psychologist named Roger Callahan was he had been um, working with a woman with a water phobia, but had been exploring different ideas and was taking a class in acupressure. So acupressure, acupuncture, for thousands of years used in Chinese medicine, this, saying this, there's a flow of energy through the body along these pathways called meridians. And when this energy is flowing naturally, we experience our natural state of health and well-being, physically and emotionally. When this energy gets stuck for some reason, we don't feel so good, we don't think as clearly, and that has all kinds of unfortunate consequences for us. So in traditional Chinese medicine, the doctor would stick needles in these key points along these meridians to stimulate that healthy flow of energy. And now we're just using our fingertips to stimulate those same points. So it it clears out the energy. We also have modern research validating this process. And so there's all kinds of things that are going on. It it sends a calming signal to the amygdala, you know, which is the fight or flight center in the brain. So it down-regulates stress. So when, you know, there's all kinds of things that are looking at uh, this phenomenon called uh, piezoelectricity, which is when you uh, are tapping on your skin, it sends this biochemical signal to the brain to, to help calm down the nervous system. That's what's going on, so when we're feeling stressed out, this is just a very simple, quick way of calming that stress down. And when you consider that stress either causes or at least worsens most, if not all, of the things that bother us physically and emotionally, you can see why this simple technique can be so beneficial in so many areas, including personal development, because when we're trying to make changes, we say, I wanna be richer, I wanna be healthier, I wanna do this, I wanna do that, The amygdala is saying, ooh, that's change. Change is not safe, and we have a stress response, and it may be so subtle that we don't know it. We just don't know why we're still eating sweets, or why we're still not getting to bed on time, or we're still not getting active, or whatever it might be. We're not making those phone calls, and so it's like, because there's this stress response saying it's not safe to be more successful in this area of life, so we're just gonna keep you in your comfort zone. And with the tapping, we can calm down that stress response and say, you know what?
0: It's actually okay for me to thrive. (laughs) It's a a very interesting space because, like, I I love what you said, the piezoelectric currents that come from tapping. Piezoelectricity is basically electricity formed from movement. And as human beings, we are all piezoelectric beings, which you don't realize. And uh, like you said, you know, you can talk about, am I worthy of money? You can talk about emotional freedom. What is the range of things that EFT helps with? The question's coming from this, which is that, does it help with a shoulder pain? Does it help with, like, manifestation? Does it help with emotions? Like, what what does it contain? So one of the catchphrases uh, in EFT is, try
1: it on everything. Okay. Because (laughs) virtually anything that we want to change, and because the Meridian system affects all these different things and stress affects all these different things. So with shoulder pain, a, a large percent of physical pain that we feel is caused by stress. So if we cause that, calm that down, we, we experience a lot of relief and even with physical issues that we may not be able to change with tapping. And, and there have been some really remarkable uh, things done with all kinds of different physical issues. But, there's also an emotional component to that. So I have this shoulder pain. Not only is it painful, but I'm angry about that. I'm frustrated. I may feel guilty about what I'm not able to do, and I'm not able to help out around the house because I can't lift anything. So I have all these other emotions going on with the physical pain. It's like, even if I can't reduce that physical pain, I can at least feel more peace and Mm -hmm. and have a better quality of life, even if that physical symptom doesn't change. But because of the body-mind connection, as we clear things emotionally, physical things get better. So I've, I can be tapping with someone on, uh, you know, this argument that they had with their friend. And I'm tapping along, it's like, yeah, okay, I feel much better about that. And you know what? My shoulder was bothering me, and it feels a lot looser now. Or vice versa, you know, if someone says, oh, my, my shoulder's bother me. And we tap on, even though my shoulder's bothering me, and we tap through that, and they go, yeah, that feels looser. And also, I was really bothered about this argument that I had with a friend, and I, and I feel okay about it. You know? So we can approach things
0: from different angles. It's interesting. But what are the big buckets that people say that, oh, I have this, let me try this. You know, like, I have a mental block on something, let me try this. So what are the things that you've seen work very well?
1: Oh, geez, Ashton, I have, uh, I have, you know, over, like I said, I've got over a thousand videos on all kinds of subjects. So I have worked with people on relationship issues, uh, you know, trying to feel more secure going out on dates or asking people on dates or clearing up pain over a ba- breakup. I have worked with people on getting better physical shape. Uh, I've worked with people on all kinds of success issues, especially money issues because As you said earlier, you know this. I'm not worthy of money because that's a huge thing. One of the the biggest blocks that we experience as human beings is this belief of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy, and so we we stop ourselves from creating a reality that we don't think we're worthy of. You know, if I'm not worthy of that job, I'm not really going to apply myself. You know, I might show up. I might get myself there but I'm gonna fail at the at the interview because part of me is saying I, I shouldn't get this. So as we clear up those misunderstandings because we are all worthy and deserving of the best this world has to offer. <laughs> we are magnificent children of the universe. Our past does not define us. We're not defined by our past circumstances. So we can't say I'm unworthy because of this thing that I did when I was five. It's like no, I was worthy before that but there were, may have been things may have been doubts about my worthiness that caused me to do that thing that i did you know we are our behavior is caused by how we've been defining ourselves but we are not truly defined by, by our behavior and right. it's but it comes from misidentifying who we are so that's underlying most of the things that i work with people on is clearing up this this misunderstanding about not
0: being worthy and has science been able to use any tools to validate how does EFT work, etc.? Have, have experiments happened on EFT? Absolutely. We have a growing body of research. Uh, my friend, Dr. Peter
1: Stapleton, who is a professor of psychology at Bond university in Australia is one of the lead researchers. And she has, uh, So with the APA, the uh, American Psychological Association, they have their standards of what is evidence-based. And uh, PETA actually met all of that criteria. (laughs) And then they said, we're reevaluating what our criteria was like. At at that time, EFT was, I think, the only other modality besides um, CBT that had met the criteria. So she has done... uh, studies with chemical studies. like She replicated a study done by another friend of mine, Dr. Dawson Church, about cortisol. So cortisol and adrenaline are the two main stress hormones. So they did studies on, they tested people on how much uh, cortisol was they were secreting, and then did a, a double-blind study. So there was a control group, a group that did something like deep breathing, and then a group that did tapping. Uh, with this first study that, that uh, Dawson had done, The, when the results came back, the technique, it was a reduction in cortisol by over 24%. The technician said, that can't have, that can't have happened. We, they recalibrated all the equipment and ran it again. It's like, oh, that, that did. Um, Peter replicated that. And I think hers was was an average of 35% reduction in cortisol. She's done fMRI studies with, um, with food cravings. And had people in the uh, in the machine looking at images of food they craved and then measuring where the brain activity was lighting up, took them out, went through a tapping process, put them back in, looked at the same images, and those same parts of the brain were not lighting up anymore. Mm-hmm. So even though those of us who are doing the tapping have known for a long time, oh yeah, we know that this works, there is a growing body. A couple hundred studies now, meta-analyses that have been done validating it, uh, they've Peter Pete had done a study up against CBT and the results were so staggering. But the CBT uh, group said, all right, but when you publish this, you can only say that EFT was non-inferior. <laughs> can't say better. <laughs> yes. You can't say better, even though it got results in less time and longer lasting.
0: Amazing. It's insane how powerful this is. Okay. So for the next part of the podcast, Brad is going to do a tapping technique on giving up my chocolate craving now i know some of you have chocolate cravings as well if this is something that you're interested in make sure that you watch this video on youtube the youtube channel is called the habit coach awesome 180 channel and um, we have the entire video on the tapping technique there so do check it out if you're listening to this on an audio platform and we're back with talking to Brad after the tapping technique. Brad, how does, what are the different points on the face? Are there zones, is there only face? Because I know that there's a karate chop point and all those kinds of things, right? So can you take us through what the zones are and how to do this? Yeah, absolutely. So there, uh, if you've ever looked at a
1: map of the acupuncture system, there are the meridians run up and down and there's, you know, hundreds of points all around the body. So we're using eight major points plus this this point on the side of the hand. And so what we'll do is we'll we'll take whatever is bothering us. So I may just say, "Well, I'm really stressed right now. Uh, I'm I'm really scared about this interview coming up next week or I'm really angry at Bob. Bob was a real idiot and is now I'm really angry at Bob." So we'd identify what that what the issues that bothers us. Rate it on a scale of zero to 10 as to how intense it is. And also try to notice where we feel it physically. Because feelings are called feelings because we feel them. We're not, you know, we, especially in Western culture, we're so into this Cartesian split of mind and then body. And that's why we just do talk therapy and ignore the body. It's like, no, it's a visceral thing. It's in our, it's our bodies. We, we feel it. We don't sit there totally relaxed and go, gosh, I'm so angry at Bob. <laughs> I was like, no. It's- and
0: even in talk therapy, it was the psychologist's couch, right? You're supposed to lie down and relax on it when you're talking. So, so yeah. there is a physical component to it even there.
1: Yeah. So we identify that and we, we recognize what's going on. And then we'll take uh, the fingertips of our index and middle finger and we'll gently tap on the side of the hand. So that's the point we start with. Okay. And just a gentle tap emotion where we say, even though I have this issue, mm-hmm. even though I feel stress, even though I'm angry at pop, I choose to love and accept myself. So we wanna state a level of acceptance because so often we deny what we're feeling. It's like, oh no, no, I'm not feeling that. And what we resist persists. So we wanna make a step, statement of self-acceptance, even though I, I'm feeling this, I choose to love and accept myself. We'll say that three times. First point we tap is right here at the beginning of the eyebrow on, on either side. And we gently tap between five and ten times usually. It it depends on how long the phrase is, so if it's a really long phrase. Even though I'm really angry at Bob because that stupid thing he does that's going to cost me five hours of work this week, it may be more than ten taps. (laughs) So, um, So we gently tap there. And then we move to the uh, follow the eyebrow out to the corner of the eye
0: and gently. Tap and it's the side same statement that you're saying over and over. In the
1: in the basic version of EFT, and we'll we'll have some fun with it later. The way I like to do it, right. but mm-hmm. but I always like to introduce it this way, so that if anyone hears me do it for the first time, they say, "Wow, EFT is really hard. You have to come up with all these words. How do you know what to say? Don't worry. Yeah, about like, it. what is the right <laughs> statement to make? Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, You can you can say, if you're really stressed out, you don't have to say anything because your body already knows. I know what's going on. But if uh but it can it can help to keep us focused on the issue by repeating what the statement is. So all this anger at Bob or all this stress. Uh then the, the side of the eye, all this stress. Right under the middle of your eye, all the stress. Mm-hmm. Right under your nose, all this stress. Right under your lower lip, just above your chin, all this stress. And right here, where the collarbones just about come together, there's a little mm-hmm. bit of a U shape at the base of your throat, mm-hmm. and the the collarbone point is just a little bit to about an inch to the side on either side. But you can make a fist and tap right there and get both collarbone points. All the stress. Next point is about four inches below the armpit, and I use mm-hmm. all the fingertips there. It's right about bra strap level, and I'm sure even the guys can figure out where that is. <laughs> all the stress. And then finally, the top of the head. So using all of your fingertips, just tapping around the crown of your head. All this stress. And then you take a deep breath. And then you check in and okay. So how stressed out do I feel now? And if it was at an eight before, sometimes it'll go from an eight to a zero like that. It happens, not as often as we'd like, but it does, it does you know, happen with some frequency. Uh, sometimes it'll just go from a, an eight to a 7.75. But if we've been at a seven point, if we've been at eight for a while, 7.75 is going to feel like some more breathing space. And then we can go back through it again, even though I still have some stress, this remaining stress, this remaining stress, and bring it down. And great if we can get it to a zero, Mm -hmm. but if we can just get it down a little bit, that's still more emotional freedom. It still gives us greater freedom to to feel better, to make better choices, to think more clearly. So, um, yeah, so each of these points is associated with a different meridian and the meridians tend to be associated with different organs which are associated with different emotions Uh, there are times where i'll mention a particular emotion you know this point is usually associated with with the bladder which is associated with sadness this is the gallbladder associated with anger this is the stomach associated with fear sometimes i'll I'll do that but we don't really need to because Mm. as we're covering all the bases the, the the original version of tapping thought field therapy that uh, Dr. Callahan had come up with, he would do this whole diagnosis to figure out what the issue is for the person and which two or three points should be tapped and in, in which sequence. And uh, one of his first students, Gary Craig, had had his degree in engineering from Stanford and thinking like an engineer, he's like, "How do we simplify this?" the vision, so, to be yeah. yeah. Since there's only eight points that we're tapping, it don't, it doesn't take very long to go through all of them. So why don't we just cover all the bases? It doesn't do any harm to tap a point that might not be necessary. And, so, and then he called that simplified version emotional freedom techniques.
0: Brad, can we geek out a little? Can you tell me what the different points are and what do they represent? Like you were saying, gallbladder, stomach, etc. Like what, what do they represent? The um, bladder
1: meridian is mm-hmm. sadness and trauma. Okay. The uh, gallbladder is anger and resentment. Mm-hmm. Stomach meridian is fear. Mm-hmm. This is the governing vessel, which is associated at least the way that I use it. And there there are people who have differences of opinion about these things, but um associated with embarrassment and humiliation. The central vessel associated with shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. Collarbone is the liver meridian associated again with fear. And This is a a lot of times when I'm working with someone, if we're in between rounds, I'll just be tapping this point because under virtually all of the uncomfortable emotions is a level of fear. (laughs) There's fear and there's love. (laughs) So if it's not love, it's probably fear. It just may manifest as anger or sadness. Um, And then the uh, spleen associated with low self-esteem. And then the top of the head is, uh, I, I can't remember the exact... Uh, translation but it's um like the median of a hundred roads there's several meridians that cross over right there okay and i don't think it's it's not associated with any particular emotion Mm -hmm. but it but it covers a lot of bases because it affects a lot of different meridians
0: right it's like the crown chakra in any case which is all the nerve endings end up right here yeah sastra interesting so how would you use eft right um Uh, Just throwing out things like if you're in the middle of a fight, do you start doing this or do you do this as your baseline every morning? So, you know that you have more resilience through the day. Are there people who do too much of it? Like what is the usage pattern from a habits point of view?
1: Yeah, I I absolutely recommend it on as a daily basis because to me, it's energy hygiene. You know, we have physical hygiene, like taking a shower and brushing your teeth. Most of us do that on a daily basis, whether we need it or not. We don't wait until people around us are holding their nose and say, all right, it's time to take a shower. (laughs) Oh, there's green stuff between my teeth. Now it's time to brush my teeth. We we do it even before we're aware that we need it. Mm. And with stress, even when we might know that we need it, most of us don't have a healthy way of dealing with it. And uh, so to get ahead of it, and do some tapping. I, I do tapping every day, uh, first, first thing in the morning. And it's, some people will say, well, tapping it's just a cleaning process. It's only if you're upset. And I say, nonsense. <laughs> there are so many benefits that the, the research is showing in terms of uh, improving um, gene expression, improving our immune system. There, and even if we're not aware of stress, All of us are carrying some ambient level of stress, especially because most of us are walking around with one of these things that's constantly saying, here's something else to be upset about. But we have no way of dealing with that, most of us. So this is a way of dealing. So as you said, doing it in the morning to down regulate stress and create a a better baseline so that, because most of us are carrying that stress from yesterday and last year and our childhood and so things happen that are just non-events, and, and it really bothers us, and it triggers us, and we yell at somebody, and it's just like, whoa, where did that come from? Well, it came from the third grade, actually, but uh, let's not get into that. <laughs> so, so allowing ourselves to, one, to use it to clear up residual stress, but also on a daily basis. So you said, you know, do you use it first thing in the morning, or do you use it if you're in an argument? Well, it's like brushing your teeth. Use it first thing in the morning, but after you've eaten some Oreo cookies, probably a good thing to brush your teeth then too. You don't want to say, "Well, I got all this chocolate in my teeth," but I'm going to wait until tonight to brush my teeth, <laughs> even though I'm about to go on a job interview. So, right. so use use as a daily uh, practice. You know, even if it's just for a few minutes. Mm. You know, you can and you can tap while saying affirmations. You can tap while saying prayers. You can tap silently. There's all kinds of different ways to do it. It's all beneficial, but then, yeah, absolutely use it when when you find yourself stressed out. Yeah, yeah. and there's there's and points on the fingers too, so that if you are, talking to somebody, mm-hmm. there are subtle ways to tap where they might not notice because.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's interesting. Because sometimes what, if you're, if they, you're tapping,
1: they? so it's right on the. Um, let's see, if I can get it right there mm. on the on the corners. Of the uh, of the nail, okay, on the outside, and so on on each of the fingers, on the corner of the nail closest to the thumb. Hmm. So if you tap right there, and I, uh, yeah, it's been so long since I've uh, since I've used these, I, I I'm afraid I don't remember exactly which meridians and organs they go to. Hmm. Um, but again it, you know just any any point you're tapping is going to be helpful for your overall system and sending these calming signals to the brain so yeah it's nice to be able to just kind of subtly do that and there are other there are other subtle ways to do it you can also just hold your fingers against a point and just breathe
0: mm-hmm. it's so interesting in in uh, we have these mudra points as well right like in ayurveda and mm-hmm. where where you do this for which is called gyana mudra which is for intelligence and knowledge etc so I think there there are so many overlaps with these different meridians traditions because that's
1: how that's how the body was designed with these this brilliant systems, and just different cultures have found different ways of you know pardon the pun tapping into that. Correct. So, yeah, absolutely. And you know, the Eastern cultures yes. have a much richer history of using the body's natural systems, and you know, there are definitely people in Western medicine who are going, hmm, there might be something.
0: <laughs> we need to discover this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so there was a very interesting um, video that, that popped up a while back on them actually identifying the meridian lines. Have you seen that one, where they put a, injected a dye and followed the dye through? The primovascular the- system. Hmm.
1: Yes, yes, There's a I A South Korean doctor back in the um, '80s. I'm not sure. Uh, My friend Peter had had recently did a thing about this, Uh, and and his research was shelved for a while. And just um, more recently, just in the last couple of years, they've dug it back out and they've found that yeah, in this um, these pathways in the fascia Mm. match up very very closely with the traditional acupuncture lines and. At this point, uh, they said that the, the transmitter seems to be collagen uh, that's passing through and sending these signals, to the, the common signals to the brain. Mm-hmm. Again, there's, there are a number of theories about what's going on. But uh, yeah, it is very very exciting to go, hey, guess what? They weren't wrong 5,000 years ago. <laughs> we, have, yeah. we actually have research, mo- modern science can show, oh,
0: hey, what do you know, those pathways are there. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back to the podcast after a quick break. Welcome back to the Habit Coach Podcast. Let's continue. And it's so interesting how stagnation is something that is so critical in our modern life, right? We're constantly sitting, we're not moving. And it is stagnation that is also causing these meridian lines not to flow. Like you're saying, you have to tap into them, you have to move them in some format or the other. Yeah. I want to understand this one part, which is that when you're doing the tapping what are the rules of the things that you can say or can't say? So what I mean by this is like in manifestation, they say that, don't say that I will be like this. Say I have this. Don't use negative language. Use positive language. Like, So what, is the, what are the rules of the words that you can use, the sentences you can use? Yeah.
1: I've never been big on rules. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, because when we're, when we're tapping, we're clearing the energy system. So we can get away with saying a lot of stuff. And when I'll first show some people EFT and we will say, even though I'm feeling stressed, they'll go, whoa, 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 stop right there. You can't say stress. You have to talk about the positive. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling peaceful. What you resist persists. Mm. If you break your leg, you don't go to the doctor and say, let's talk about my arm. My arm feels so good. If your dog poops on your living room carpet, You don't say, I'm going to notice how clean my carpet is everywhere else. Because one, you're kidding yourself because a big part of your brain is really focused on dog poop. Two, you're going to step in and spread it around. Mm. So it's not a matter of when when we're talking about the, the negative, it's not a matter of sitting there and just, you know, oh, I'm so miserable. It's a matter of addressing it and cleaning it up. So we're not just sitting on the couch going, oh, my dog pooped on the carpet. I'm just, woe is me. It's so upsetting. We go, oh, there it is. Let me scoop it up. And now it's gone. And now I can move on. So we want to address what's there. Now, some people will say because of that, you should only use the negative with EFT. And I, I like to use positive phrasing at times because here's the thing is if we're saying an affirmation, like if, I, if I'm if i saying I am wealthy, uh the five to 10% of my conscious mind might say, that's fun to say. The other 90 to 95% is gonna go, who are you kidding? You are so far in debt and I'm gonna feel that in my energy system. So what I'm actually putting, so in terms of manifesting law of attraction, the the vibration I'm putting out there is not one of wealth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The words that I'm saying, but the energy I'm putting out is not that. But if I tap along while I'm saying, I'm wealthy, I'm wealthy and I calm down the stress response, then I will start to recognize, you know, in so many ways, I am wealthy. I've got the sun and the moon and the stars. I have fresh air to breathe. I, there are blessings I can, I can count. And we can start to recognize that it's not a, it's not a complete lie. And I, can, and I can identify that. And when I can identify where I'm wealthy, then I'm sending out that positive wealth vibration. It's, it's, I'm in alignment with it. So we're, we're clearing out that stuff that blocks us from being in alignment with it. So I'll say to folks, whatever comes up, you know, I'll, we start with the basic of this stress, this stress, this stress, and then whatever comes up. And what often happens when we're tapping is it's like peeling the layers of the onion. So I might be saying, I'm angry at Bob. I'm angry at Bob. I'm. Oh, wait a minute. It's not even Bob. This totally reminds me of something that Cindy did in the third grade. And I've been carrying this for decades, all this anger at Cindy, all this anger at Cindy. And, and this upset that I've been emotionally and energetically been carrying for decades and has stopped me in so many ways that I'm not consciously aware of. So many choices I've made over these years because of this upset over some silly little thing that a friend of mine did in the third grade. And now we can set ourselves free from that. It's like... Now I can make different choices.
0: Relief. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um, last question. Do we do both sides? Do we do one side? Because so far you've been tapping on your right. Like, do we Like, do we balance it out? Is it like a gym bro that says my right hand is going to become bigger than my left hand? Like, how does it work?
1: Right. And fortunately, the, the meridians run up and down both sides of the body. So we can tap on either side or we can tap both at the same time. I'll often tap both at the same time. When I'm working on myself, mm-hmm. uh, people ask this all the time because in my videos, I always tap like that. And it's because, as I said, I'm a trained film actor, and this is very bad camera technique. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see your face. It's bad for the eyeline. Oh, now can you see me? Oh, there we go. You know, because right. you notice in movies, you know, when there's like blinding light. I was, I was watching the day, and there's this blinding light, and everybody has glasses except for the sunglasses, except for the two stars. Mm-hmm. Their eyes are going to burn out, but it's very important that we see the star's face. So that's, grab the expression. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's that's why that's why I do it on on one side so that mm. you can clearly see. Because uh, see, see uh, for camera. However, technique. when
0: you're not on camera,
1: you can do it. Yes, all over. when I'm not on camera, I, I can mm. tap like this and cover my face, and um, yeah, and and feel free. Don't. I, I always say to folks, find what feels best for you. It's not, uh, well, on certain phrases, I should use my right hand or this, you know, if it's more comfortable with one hand, both hands switching back and forth, go for it. It's a very forgiving process. Okay.
0: So with the with the tapping, with the wording, yeah. Amazing. It's anyway. so funny. Um, so, so something like this, how often would I need to do... Is it like now that it's done? It's done. Do I do this three times a day? Yeah. Do I do this? Like, what is the process?
1: Yeah, as, as needed. Um, mm. Again, it could be done. Mm. T- time will tell. Uh, we, with certain things, there there are things that we clear with tapping, and it's gone. And you know, in one session. Yeah, in in one session. Sometimes in a matter of minutes. I mm. uh, the. the that's one of the problems with the EFT is because it can be so profound and so mm. quick. People have that expectation. So, you know, someone might watch one of my tapping videos and go through and go, I don't feel any different. Tapping doesn't work.
0: Mm.
1: That That's like taking vitamins and saying, I don't feel any different. Vitamins don't work. You know, I, if, if it had to... Because I I challenge anybody who takes vitamins on a regular basis, have you ever noticed the difference when you took that vitamin in that moment? Um, It's like doing three sit-ups and going, yeah, I don't have a rock hard six-pack. Obviously, sit-ups don't work. Mm -hmm. So there are cumulative benefits to doing over and over again. You may not have to do the same tapping on chocolate craving or whatever it is. You know, If you're feeling that's not an issue for me at the moment, great, tap on other things tap on other things that are bothering you or or just tap on positive things you know i i am so happy and grateful that money comes to me in ever-increasing quantities i'm so happy and grateful that this is my reality that i'm finding so many blessings i see beauty every day and your body will know it's not like your body's going to go ha, you're not talking about the problem so we're not going to clear that and your energy is like, no your, your body's going to be calming down uh, you know, we when we when there is something that we're aware of that's bothering us, great. The more specific we can be, the more we can focus on that, much better. But uh, but any tapping we're doing, the the science is there showing it's beneficial whether you're noticing it
0: or not. Fantastic. Last question, but well, li- I lied. Last two questions. Um, one is last fifteen
1: pe- questions, but that's it.
0: Um, Even where can people have more and more questions. <laughs> I still choose to honor and love Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. <laughs> but please, mm, I, I was going to ask: Where can people learn more about um, tapping and EFT, etc.?
1: Yeah. Uh, Thanks. The easiest way for Mm -hmm. folks watching this, go to my website, Mm -hmm. tapwithbrad.com. And there's all kinds of resources on there, uh, all kinds of information about EFT, links to the research. Uh, I have links to um, PETA's website. I have links to Dawson's website. I have links to the uh, Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology. They have a lot of research papers, so if, if you know if, if you're a data wonk, then uh, there you go. Um, you know there are links to my YouTube channel, and you can go onto YouTube and put in Brad Yates or Tap with Brad, uh, and I'm Tap with Brad on Facebook, Instagram, all those uh, all those things. So yeah, you. But in my website, you can find links to anything you want to
0: know. Fantastic. And last one, how do you make this a habit every morning? like what is it thing is Should you associate your tapping with something? How have you made it a habit
1: i f well for me, it's just the first thing I do when I get up. you know I get up and I'll just take a moment to to tap and it may just be a few moments I, now fortunately for me, it's my job, so mm-hmm. I'll work with clients, so I may be tapping for hours. I was just going to say day. that right thirty five yeah. times a day. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, depending on how many clients I have, if when I'm doing a live workshop, I may be tapping for six, eight hours in a day on all kinds of different subjects. So, but a- any tapping that you do is beneficial. If you just do one round of tapping, I, the benefits will be minimal compared to what they could be, but it's better than nothing. Hmm. You know, it's like there. there's new research about exercise saying that like 25 seconds of exercise is measurable; it, it yields measurable results, not ideal results, depending on what your goals are, but it's measurable. So it's so anything is better than nothing. Um, and obviously, there are you know if you could my my YouTube videos tend to run anywhere from like three to twelve minutes. Um, I'll, I'll recommend on on my website I actually have a there's a, a five day program called Tap Into Your Best Self. So there's five days of tapping on things like self-confidence, self-esteem, self-love, self-forgiveness. So just as a a quick introduction, you know, go to tapabrad.com and and just see the thing for uh, Tapping Your Best Self. It's a a free five-day program. So take a look at that, and that's a great introduction to using it uh, on a daily basis. And it has then tapping videos that you can use, you know, as you're starting out, it's like, okay, this will be, I'll just set this as my routine to watch a video. And then as you get more comfortable, then you may feel fine. It's like, I, I don't need to go to the computer to watch a video right now. I can just tap while saying affirmations, you know. I choose to know I'm worthy. I choose to know I'm worthy. I choose to know I'm worthy. And and please, and thank you, do that. Because clearing the reasons why we couldn't or shouldn't love ourselves is so important. And we have when we love ourselves, we're much... it's much easier for us to love other people and we see ourselves as worthy of love. It's easier to see other people as worthy of love. And just imagine what the world looks like as everyone's allowing themselves to do that. So
0: please. And thank you. (laughs) Very, very powerful. I'm going to go do the five day course right now. So I'm going to (laughs) go sign up for it immediately. Brad, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'd love to have you again in the future sometime. Please go check out Brad Yates' work. I think it's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ashton. My pleasure. If you like this episode, don't forget to hit subscribe. Also give us a rating. It really helps with people discovering the podcast. If you like podcasts like this, check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can also watch all the episodes on the Habit Coach Awesome 180 YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, everywhere. You can also reach out to me. I am Ashton Doc at Twitter and Instagram. You can connect with me on my website, awesome180.com. You can also check out my two new books, Change Your Habits, Change Your Life, and the second, The Book of Good Habits for Kids. I'm Ashton Doctor, your habit coach.